your soul! How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Coffins and Coffee with Dave and Ophelia. And today we are talking about gizmos, the Lima, <laughs> orgies. Gizmos? Or- Do you say um, orgies? Um, eating too much. No, these are all things that Dave was talking about before we started recording. That is not what this podcast is about. This is is what our everyday conversations, though, really. I know. We should just, like, one day, I reckon we should do a podcast where we just set up microphones and then we just drink and chat. So that (laughs) is what we do every week, except I foolishly made uh, a pact with my buddy, Mr. Jude Asswalko. To not drink for a hundred days. It's uh, it's sort of a Buddhist tradition in Thailand, uh, coinciding with the rice season that you, um, you don't drink for, or you you give up anything. And in this instance, it's it's alcohol. And so I said, I'll be a team player. I'll join on them with you. And it's only like week three, and I'm desperately regretting it at this point. <laughs> this is a bad idea to do during the show. You know? I never drink during so, podcasts because it's like 11 a.m. on a fucking Wednesday. Well, if you've listened to either of the two podcasts that I am on, you know that I do sometimes somewhat frequently drink or uh, abide certain other plant medicine. But the, neither of those are available to me. So you got me on um, on Mexican soda. So with made with real sugar. So Yaritos? it should be fun. Yaritos. It is Hayitos. That's correct. How do you know that? Did you see the Did you see the bottle? No, I saw I saw the shape of the neck of the bottle. How do you pronounce it? Haritos. 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 I actually had their um, Mexican cola the other day. I fucking love it. Oh, it's delicious. So I have the Mandarin one, which mm. is yummy, and I'm very full now. What are we talking about today? Okay, so this today is, this is your bag. You're the one who comes up with the. We, we saw what happened when we when I picked the topic. We just ends up being grindhouse. Yeah. So see if, get, if we ever us, talk about like dumb random fucking shit, it's my fault and I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault. It is your path. It's it's the less traveled one. It's more adventurous ground. <laughs> this potholes and like fucking weeds growing over it. <laughs> you might see a javelina in the in the brush, in the bush. A what? You know what a javelina is? It's a no. wild hog. Oh, yes. It's a, it's a wild hog with tusks that are like jettisoned out. Not like Kevin Smith's tusk, but like... They jettison like out of its face? Teeth. Like it shoots yeah. tusks? No, 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 no. Not like it... Like, it doesn't, it's not like a harpoon, <laughs> but like they, they, they're like, a, like Pumba from the Little oh. Mermaid or whatever. Lion King. Cinderella. I don't know. What yes. are those? Kuna Matata. Well, much like the wild hog's tusks... This idea jettisoned out of my head. (laughs) That's a great place for things to jettison out of. There are far worse places that you might not want things jettisoning from. Just jettisoned right out of my face. (laughs) For your listening pleasure every week. Um, Sweet, sweet central pleasure. So my ideas come from weird places. So I was on YouTube, just scrolling YouTube, and there's this vegan YouTuber I follow called Create with Carmina. It's, I think she's currently living in Japan. She creates uh, Japanese dishes but using plant-based ingredients, which is pretty cool because I love me some Japanese food. Oh, my God. I love it. I was going to say, this is like your dream. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she brought up this app. And, and, and okay. <laughs> Strap yourself in because this is going to get fucking weird. So she brought up this app called Randonauts. Now what okay. so what Randonauts is, it's an app for your phone. It's available on um, iOS and on um, Android. Uh, so basically you open up this app, you turn on your location services, and you press Randonaut and you set an intention in your mind for like say you like I want like I'll use an example. So I saw um, I did a bit of research into this app and I found this guy and he said oh I set an intention that you know all this shit's crazy in the world at the moment I just want peace. I just want everyone to have like peace and calm and all this stuff. So he said it and, and basically what? Yeah. Peace and what? 
Calm. 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 Not calm, <laughs> okay. you fucking degenerate. Because <laughs> I was going to say I want everyone to have that as well. Because a piece I, of calm. Just a slice well, saw, of it for you. Yeah, because I saw, I saw on Twitter that there's this all-natural vegan bodybuilder who um, – had been had been uh, talking about the benefits of putting sperm on her face, Ugh. you know, as sort of an anti-aging thing. And then she was saying that she puts it in her shake every day. And she can't remember the last time she was sick. And she, in fact, is using man juice to combat COVID. A bit of baby batter. <laughs> um, have you ever seen that book called Natural Harvest? This is what happens on this podcast. I'll have a topic and then it's like, oh, nah, fuck that. Hey, let's talk about cutting no. your food. Uh, <laughs> it's, an, it's a whole, hey, cook, wait, whole wait. ass cookbook about cooking with semen. So this is where our podcasts go. It's like I'll, <laughs> I'll have an actual topic that's like, no, fuck that. Let's talk about cooking with semen. Well, listen, <laughs> I can't even blame it on alcohol or the uh, mortar this time. Probably because I had fucking three cups of coffee. <laughs> that probably does not help. That doesn't help. So wait, okay. So what's this natural harvest thing you're talking about? Oh, so natural harvest is it? Look it up while I'm talking. Um, it's a book you buy it on Amazon called Natural Harvest, and it's basically you could probably buy it in places that don't support Lex Luthor too. I mean, you probably could, like, uh, but um, stores. This is where I found it. And Amazon reviews are fucking a one. Reading material. Fuck, you don't need to buy the book. Just go on Amazon and look at the fucking comments. It's hilarious. It's basically just recipes with semen. I mean, I would imagine that's something you could probably throw into anything, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. really, if you threw, like, if you threw a, a teaspoon of of um, love love liquid into into like a smoothie or like maybe a, sprinkle a little um, erotic elixir over your like a. Like uh, your tacos, like I don't. Would you even taste it? Would you, could you even tell? Yes. <laughs> what if? What if? What if uh, the supplier <laughs> ate a lot of pineapple first? <laughs> Fuck! It's a myth. You won't fool we'll me that with that test. seventeen times. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Let's just try one eighteen. One eighteen more times. I'm giving you seventeen more chances, and then no more. <laughs> Is this a real thing though? So that's that's like a real cookbook that people yeah. sell, and that's yeah. just all about like. Because it would it would it, I think it would just take the place of salt, right? Wouldn't that sort of be the uh, the equivalency? No, honey, no, 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 no. It wouldn't take the place well, of listen, salt. I I think that I'm going to listen to the natural bodybuilder because clearly, she knows about fitness. Okay, well you fitness can have all. semen in your shakes. Um, <laughs> so. Back to the actual topic 10 minutes in, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this woman cooking with Carmina, oh, sorry, Create with Carmina on YouTube, found this app called Randonauts. And she was like, oh, I'm going to use it to try and find some vegan food. And she went on there and she's like, basically, you start up the app, you turn on your location services, you set an intention in your mind and you think about it while it's randomizing. And um, it'll take you to a location that's supposed to have something to do with your intention. Okay, um, so like if my intention was to have a natural harvest shake, then it would take me to some sort of um, either either health food store or perhaps the back alley of somewhere. Right, it might take you to a back alley, which is more probable. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, it's... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it didn't take her to a restaurant, but the funny part was it took her a street over from a restaurant called Coco Ichibanya, which is a Japanese curry shop, and they do have a vegan curry, so that was, like, kind of weird. But so, oh, that's cool. So I did a little bit more research in this app because I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because it's the first I'd heard of it. Holy shit. Strap yourself in, beach. Okay, listen. Is this, like a, is this really just, like, a some sort of, like, government to track our ever ever every movement you know for the for the illuminati to see where karens go to get their haircuts oh look don't even at me with that bullshit like seriously (laughs) they want to track us they fucking could my god so (laughs) um (laughs) 
Yes. This one, t- the the one that's the one story about this app that's like made really viral news and like this is legit. Okay, so these young kids, I'm guessing they're probably in their twenties by the looks of it. Um, downloaded Randonaut, um, and they popped in, you know, all their stuff and set their location and set their intentions and whatnot. And um, it took them to um, this like. It looked like it was like a bay or something like that. And they're following their little little location marker. And they got down there and they found a suitcase. Okay. They've, they've opened up the suitcase. And apparently this, this stench was fucking horrific. It's so bad that they've called the police. They're like, we think it's a fucking body. And the cops got there and it's been confirmed. I believe it was in, was it Seattle? Yeah, it's in Seattle. Um, and it's been firm, confirmed by the Seattle police. There was a dead body in their suitcase. Now, what were their intentions? Um, let me have a look. I don't think it's said. Like, was it like a... Like, what would your... Okay, let's think about this, for example. What would your intentions have to be to lead you to a man... A dead body. I guess we don't know if it was a man or a woman. A dead body shoved into a suitcase. I don't know. You know... You could have like, asked for, uh, I want a life-changing experience. I want excitement yeah. in my life. Like, you could ask for anything. Yes. How fucking crazy. I want trauma that's going to last. Well, I mean, if your intentions was, can you lead me to something that will traumatize me for life? Then I'd say the odds are pretty good. If you're, you know what he was? It's probably some David Lynch fans. And they're probably like, (laughs) take us to Laura Palmer. Fucking. And then boom goes the dynamite. (laughs) Boom goes the dynamite. Um, So I thought... (laughs) Y'all want to see a dead body? I'm going to download Randonaut. So I downloaded it. And I did okay. too. Well, no, hold on. Before you continue, I find it really ironic that you discovered this site from the... What, what was her name? What's the YouTube channel? <laughs> Create with Kamina. Create with Kamina. Because Kamina is Spanish slang. Well, it's the, the female uh, equivalent version of Road. And and this essentially leads you down some eerie roads. Illuminati confirmed. So I decided that I was going to do one of these random things. Okay. So I left work yesterday and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, before I pop down the shops and grab me groceries, I'm going to do one of these fucking things. Did so, you Did you run into Gary Newman by any chance? <laughs> You know who the best thing about Gary Newman is? Not only is he a pop idol, he's got his pilot's license. Imagine that. Imagine that. that. (laughs) Gary Newman would definitely use this app and just end up in weird, strange locales and then write a song about it, and it would be awesome. Oh, my God. What if Gary Newman (laughs) downloaded Randonauts, and while he was going to this location, he's like, here in my car, I feel safest of all. <laughs> I can lock all my doors. Oh my, oh my God, Illuminati gonna, double confirmed. I thought you were going to take this into some sort of like exotic elixir talk. Like maybe Gary Newman downloads Autonaut and like ends up auto-nutting this goes into some woman's shake for her own health to, <laughs> oh my to help combat COVID. My old lady wheeze, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh look, I'm not going to speculate about Gary Newman's. He's that times. kind of chap. He would help. A, he'd help a, a homie out. He could. Oh my god! <laughs> Just help out a buddy. Hey, listen, these are dangerous times. We need to boost our immune system. Who are we to disagree with the natural vegan bodybuilder? Stop trying to make this podcast about semen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> listen, we're not talking about the navy right now. Okay, this is not maritime laws. We're talking about health. And we want to use this podcast to spread the message on how people can protect themselves during the COVID-19 global pandemic. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ask a buddy, a friend, a pal, your loved ones. Just spare a little. Do not ask your loved ones to spare you semen. That's going to well, cause family partner? rifts. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't see your family, weirdo. I don't know what you guys do in the outback, 
But out here in like at least 12 states, that's totally illegal. Look, you're in Georgia right now. <laughs> I said 12 states. Not all of them. But for sure 12, I'm sure. Um. Anyway, back to our fucking topic. <laughs> <laughs> back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, so I did, I decided to do like one of these random things and I did one and I thought oh, what's fucking in- I don't have any intentions uh, let's let's make it uh, I want to be with my partner again I was like okay and I, I thought I'm gonna have a real crack at this like because while it seems silly I'm like I can't test it without doing it properly okay right you might have ended up at the airport I could have ended up at the airport I could have ended or up in an adult store a bar gone a m- number of ways <laughs> yeah that's actually pretty accurate um but so I did it. <laughs> the, uh, so apparently, like, the, the way this works is it's essentially like dropping a piece of sand onto a map and seeing where it falls. Like, it can, it can put you fucking anywhere. And this one put me in the middle of the Brisbane River. <laughs> Maybe it's because our love flows like a river. Maybe. Endlessly. But the funny part about that is, remember when you were here last... And we went and no. stayed at that hotel. Yes. Do you remember what it was next to? No. The Brisbane River. Okay. But yeah, where okay, it dropped, look, hold on. Where it yeah. dropped was yeah. like Key Street was where we stayed. It's like I'll, I'll send you the screenshot too because I've got it in my phone. Was pretty much opposite. It was almost as if that hotel would be looking onto that spot in the Brisbane River where it dropped. Okay, because I was going to say, the Brisbane River is probably pretty long. It is pretty long. Which, and the which, odds of that are pretty you know, slim. If you, yeah, I suppose so. But if you wanted to reunite with your, your love and it took you to a river that's really long, that seems appropriate as well. Just jump off the fucking bridge, bitch. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Why are you taking such a dark, such a dark place? Have we met? Okay, so, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a valid point. So that's pretty cool, because it could have taken you any number of places, yeah. To take you to a spot that is the probably the last place that we saw each other in in Brisbane. That's okay. There's something to that. Right. All right. You said that you did this twice, though, right? I did do it twice. So the second time, I, I set the same intention. Because we're scientists. To... Sorry. And we have to test. I said we're scientists, and we have to test. You know, scientifically, or hypothesize, and and do. Uh... Oh, what's going on there? Take my robe off. off. It's hot. Do I need to play that burlesque music over this? No, don't do that again. Um, you could just, go, just take it all off. It's cool. We're, we're all adults here. There's no one listening. There's no one watching. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Anyways, continue. <laughs> My distraction tactics worked. Um, Sorry, I didn't bother going to that location because I knew exactly where it was. And I can't go to the middle of the Brisbane River. So I was like, okay. I can't, that you can rent a sense. canoe. Sorry? You could have rented a canoe. I mean... What if... Wait, hold on. What if in the middle of the Brisbane River, there was like... Uh, what are those like... Those maelstroms, you know? Like when a, when the when a body of water sort of spins on itself and it get, you get that, that drain effect. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. I might have gone down to fucking hollow earth. Well, that and then the hollow earth people... You would tell your story, and they would feel compassion towards you, and so they would ferry you across the river Styx, which is underneath the earth, to another portal Hell? where you escaped from outside. No, you escaped from under, well, Los Angeles, so hell <laughs> And you emerge from underneath the bed. See, underneath every bed, there's a portal into the monster world. Could you just fucking imagine... If you were sleeping and you'd had like a fucking edible, it's like popped out from under your bed. I'm like fucking stop, cats! I've uh, I've actually imagined that many times while taking edibles, Hello. amongst other things. Here I am. So it would would probably be the the least scary thing that I've ever imagined. And it would be indulging. Not the weirdest thing I've ever done. Time travel. Did you ever space. see that movie Little Monsters? No, I'm an adult. <laughs> No, well, it's an old movie, so you would have seen it as a child. No. So it's with Fred Savage and Ben Savage, and it's about these two little kids 
who have uh well fred savage has like an imaginary monster pet monster the monster under his bed played by howie mandel of all people and uh under every child's bed is a portal to this crazy monster land where like there are no rules and like people can just do whatever they want but if you stay there and you don't return to the land of humans before dawn you get stuck there and then you'll turn into a monster yourself fuck yeah so this could have been your whole adventure and you didn't decide to follow it you could be fred savage i am fucking savage mate all right what was the second location you went to (laughs) sorry you chickened out of the underworld uh voyage under the sea um so the second one I did, and I, I sort of tone. You can turn down how far you can, like a radius to search in, right? So if you want to do something within, yeah, sure. like walking distance, or you want to be able to drive. So I turned down the radius a little bit because I'm like, that's probably about a 20 minute drive from where I was, and I wanted to do my groceries. I was hungry. I'm like, I'm going to do one in a shorter distance. So I did one with the same intention, and I was like, okay, <clears throat> I actually don't know where this place is. It was like on the side of a road. Like, where nothing is. I'm like, okay, weird. So I drove there. And now... So the place that it took me to, it's a blank wall. It's just a blank brick okay. wall. Which might... So it's already symbolic of me. <laughs> was there was there a dumpster there um, filled with trash? Oh, my God. No, you're not trash. And you're not a wall. I mean, the internet... That's what the internet says. Um, Which could be symbolic of two things. Okay, one... It could be like we've hit a wall intentionally because we have. Okay. Um, really? We kind of have with like all this visa stuff that we're trying to do. We're sort of stuck. I mean, kind of, sort of. But the other funny thing about this wall, I've traveled past this wall countless times in my lifetime. And the reason for that is because my grandparents lived about two streets away. And what used okay. to what used to be on that wall was this giant, like gigantic mural of an eagle. Okay, um, like the American and, eagle, like the bald eagle. Yeah, like an American eagle. And like we used to drive past that wall, like when I was a kid, like every week, all the time. Okay. So. Listen, I'm not. I'm by no means a skeptic. I I actually think I have an explanation for this. Mm. Are you familiar with chaos magic? Yes. Okay, so chaos magic would subscribe to the idea that you don't really need fancy rituals or or you know dogmatic rulings to invoke magic. That you can hack the matrix that is life, for example, in any number of ways. Really, in any way that you want, and that you're. That you're um, through sheer force of will, uh, you could again. You can hack the system. You can you can you can use it to create uh, and manifest whatever it is that you want. And um, it's a relatively new idea of what magic is. And maybe this this um, this app utilizes, or or maybe intentionally or non intentionally, is some sort of vehicle for chaos magic. And that by using it, you're hacking the matrix, you're hacking the system, and it's giving you insight or clues or leading you to where uh, at least something symbolically representing what your desires are. Yeah, I mean, fucking maybe. Maybe. It's- or it's coincidence. <laughs> or, it's co- or it's completely coincidental because I've lived in Brisbane or my whole life. <laughs> Google, Google has stolen so much of your information and sold it to this third-party app that it's able to calculate with an algorithm, with a complicated algorithm, with Mr. Smith, a number of places that would have some meaning to you that you would you would prescribe to said location. I mean, maybe. I mean, like, that wall, like, I haven't driven past there since I've had, like, a smartphone with location services. This is, like, my, both my grandparents passed, like, years ago. So, right. I don't know. There's like no way that I would have had that, and no, there's no at no point in time would I have ever ever stopped there for sure. Because like, there's not even anywhere on the side of the road that you can pull over on that section of road. So, it was a little bit weird. It's funny that you mentioned like, oh, it's like a glitch in the matrix, or you're like you're breaking through the matrix. Because the picture that I've got on the screen right now is that somebody 
did uh, one of these Randonaut things and it took them to a brick building where they used to, there's like, like an alcove and a set of stairs going up as if there was a door uh-huh. into the building and the door's been bricked over. And the caption is, went with okay. the intent to find a glitch in the matrix. It brought us to this door that's been closed over. So it was like a doorway, but there's no door there. It's just bricked over. Right. That's creepy. Yeah. Are you um, are you familiar with the term psychogeography? No. So I think this, this like, as far as a, a practical application for this app, outside of just sort of blowing your mind, man, is um, this concept that our friend Jason introduced to me years ago called psychogeography. And the idea behind it is that um, you're supposed to intentionally take a different path than you normally would. And then, and then you're supposed to analyze how that makes you feel, right? So for example, let's say you drive to work and you probably drive to work the same way every day, right? Mm-hmm. And um, outside of maybe a car cutting you off or, or a very strange occurrence, you know, for the most part, you just drive and you actually take for granted half of the things that you drive past. Yeah. Well, prescribers of or subscribers of psychogeography would intentionally take other avenues to work, which then forces them to actually be, um, forces them to be very aware of their surroundings because it's different. Right. And that it might, it might change your entire mood or personality or start your day. So for example, um, when I used to, I was doing pre-production in this place that was, on the other side of Beverly Hills from where I live. And for those of you who live in Los Angeles, you know that Beverly Hills has the worst traffic mm-hmm. of any place in Los Angeles outside of the 101. And it's a straight shot pretty much from my house up Santa Monica Boulevard to uh, these offices in West LA. And, you know, for the longest time, I just sort of took it, you know, you just drive down Santa Monica Boulevard, you know, you're gonna get stuck in traffic. It is what it is. One of my coworkers, uh, who kind of travels a similar path as me, let me know of this um, shortcut. It's not really a shortcut. It's just a back way that at least uh, it probably is like from a distance standpoint longer, but like you get a lot less traffic. Yeah. And by taking that, because I wasn't sitting in traffic, even though maybe took me around the same amount of time, my mood was drastically better. On top of that, I happened to stumble upon this place that's called the Witch's House, I think. Oh, Which yeah. is this? Uh, you sent me a photo of that. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's an old set house that used to be in a studio lot, and it was bought and it was relocated. And it was set in Beverly Hills, and amongst all these like very bougie looking homes, you've got this strange little house that time forgot. So just by changing my my normal trajectory, it opened me up to not only you know having a better mood because I wasn't sitting in traffic. Um, and made me more made me more aware because there was more stop signs, which meant I had to look for, you know, traffic crossing and things of that nature. But it it, it led me across this really cool house that I wouldn't have ever probably found otherwise. Yeah. And you know, like it's like it's like when Pokemon Go was really popular, and maybe it still is, but it definitely was at one point peaking. It had people walking all over the place, like getting outside and really exploring their neighborhoods for the first time in ages. Yeah. And. Uh, I think that an app like this, especially if you combine it with a philosophy like psychogeography, could be really beneficial for people, and particularly because so many of us have been stuck inside during quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind you of know, like when – it reminds me of when, like like said, when Pokemon Go came out and everyone was just, like, out in the streets doing shit. Like, this is like come out at, like, the perfect time. Like, for people just to be like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go out and yeah. do stuff. Like, instead of just being stuck inside. Like, yeah, because you don't have to get out. You can stay in your car, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> or you could just set the distance really short and make it somewhere within, like, walking distance. Like... Or conversely, you could set the distance really far. Yeah. And then just take an impromptu, like, road Drive. trip. Yeah. Like, there was one um, that I watched. It was actually on TikTok. Um which I know you hate. <laughs> um, I don't hate TikTok. I just don't understand it. Like I've seen some and, and like any social media platform, you know, there are people who are just genuinely funny, clever people who make the most out of it. Like I remember like when Vine, you remember Vine? Yeah. I was Back just going to say TikTok you know, wants to be Vine so bad. 
Well, like, okay, so I remember there was this, I don't know the guy's name, but he was like a guy who would jump into stuff. So, like, for example, he would be like, um, no, no, it was more complicated than that. I'm really not selling him well. Like, he would, he would like run past a, a mural of a ladder and then he would like climb up it and it would be seamless. Oh, okay. You know, like, obviously, you know, or like he would be like, um, like a car would, a car would be driving by and he would jump and he'd be like in the car and he edited it or VFXed it or, or both. Right. He movie magicked it so clean that it oh, looked perfectly yeah. seamless. I think I have that seen that guy actually. He, he was really popular for a while. He did a whole bunch of them. Um, but like, you know, most of Vine to me sucked and was pretty much a waste of time. But occasionally you see people who can take any platform, any medium, and do something really creative and fun with it. Yeah. I used to love Vine. I'm sure this can happen on TikTok. I've never seen it yet, but I'm sure it can happen. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I, I've i been on TikTok and it's like mostly shit, but I just found this. This is a link to a TikTok. Like, I don't have TikTok. Like you said in a previous podcast, I've lost the ability to acquire new apps apart from Slasher, which is dope. Yeah, Slasher app's but- pretty dope. I can't. Um, But, like, on the, like, just talking about, like, setting intentions to, like, find things. um, Yeah, I say you want to... In the wild. Like, this woman, um, I was watching her TikTok, um, and she set an intention. She was basically deciding on whether to go to her home university, uh, which I think was Kentucky University, or to go to this other university that she'd been, like, dreaming about going to and Uh she's out she's driving she pulls up on the side of the road and she's like walked out to this field it's like taking her to like nowhere she's like standing on the side of the road she's like where the fuck am i like there's a horse like she's looking around and then literally she looks off to her right and there's this giant like field like a paddock um and okay a what we've had this conversation too a paddock what is what's a paddock like a pasture Okay. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> um, Bush talk. Shit, my Aussie fiance says. Um, <laughs> and it looks like someone has mowed, like used a lawnmower and mowed into the grass, KU, for like Kentucky University. That's weird. I, what if it was aliens, though? What, what if, if that's some like circles? weird crop circle? Yeah. Maybe, maybe aliens or the are the ones who created people. Autonaut. Or the, what, what if the hollow earth people are aliens? Okay, so stay with me here. What if a long time ago, aliens came down to earth, right? And then they taught like the ancient Sumerians, like all their magic stuff and their astrology and their mathematics. But back then, we didn't have global warming. So like it was a lot less sunny outside. So it was cool for aliens, you know? They're just chilling, doing their thing. But then over time... The sun got too strong, or maybe the aliens only came during winter, and then the summer came. And they're like, "Dude, this is too hot. This is bad for our it's skin." They like flew north so, for the fucking summer. Well, no, they went underground. They went south. They went to the deep south, <laughs> oh my God. and the they went south. underground. And aliens, ancient aliens, have been living underground as mole people, occasionally ferrying young souls across to the other side of the world, and also developing app technology in order to get you in order to get people off their lazy asses and fucking walking fucking maybe i was actually watching a uh what's it called it's a documentary series on amazon prime at the moment about um people living i thought it was a documentary i thought it was a documentary about amazon prime and i was stoked (laughs) Like Fun. It's just a whole documentary on like how they magically deliver packages like next day when the USPS can't manage to deliver anything for fucking two weeks. Do you remember that time that we were working on when we were working on? Um, can I mention no. films? Yeah. Okay. So you remember that time when we were in uh, pre-production for Acceleration, and I ordered. Oh yeah. And I had to order that GoPro. And I ordered it, and I'm like, Amazon could take up to a week. Amazon Prime, they'll deliver it overnight. But then I paid for the Amazon Prime delivery, but then they said it would take seven days to deliver. <laughs> yeah. 
Amazon, yeah, I don't know what's going on with those guys. I mean, they're they're owned by Lex Luthor. It's just a matter of time before they fuck us as well as far as being a courier service. Please, no. <laughs> Let's not even talk about UPS or USPS. Like, fuck no. Yeah. Did, did you ever hear um, that story but that's about my... the Hollow Earth theory? No. I mean, I just made one up. I think it's going to be much better than whatever has been on, like, Alex Jones or Reddit or shit like that. But no. But what is the actual Hollow Earth theory? So, par- apparently, um, there was this guy. I can't remember his name. I'll have to try and find the documentary, and I'll link it on our Twitter or something like that. But there was this guy who was, like, flying his plane, and he ended up flying his plane, like, into, apparently, into the side of this mountain, and there were people living in there. There's a whole hollow earth underneath, and they were, like, telling him about how they live under there and they don't come up because, you know, we're fucking our planet and shit. And then, apparently, he tried to tell, like, the CIA or the FBI or whoever, and they didn't believe him. And then, once they found out that he'd, like, blown the lid off shit, they fucking sealed up their little entrance, and now there's, like, they're just living in the hollow earth. Like, fuck all y'all. Don't come down here. You're going to fuck our shit up. You guys got nuclear weapons. All right, listen. There's a lot of holes in that story. Number one, if you're driving, if you're flying an airplane into a mountain, you're probably not going to live to tell the story. And you're certainly not going to crash, survive the crash, and discover mole people. Like, you're going to, if you discover mole people, you in hell, son. I started to tell you this. You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> what was his name? So, I'm trying to find his name. So that's number one. It's dead guy because if he actually flew a plane into a mountain, he'd be dead. Number two, he, let's let's just let's just suspend disbelief, okay? Let's imagine that this gentleman flew his plane and crash landed onto a mountainside. Okay, he didn't crash into the mountain, but he just crash landed onto a mountainside. And while there, he discovered some people who were living in caverns and such. They wouldn't be hollow earth people. They'd be hollow mountain people. No, but it goes Or cavernous people. But, okay, but think about that. Did he travel down these secret underground caverns that led to the bottom of a mountain and beyond? Because, because like... Did he? How did he get out? Did he climb back up these caverns inside remember. of a mountain? But I'm just saying, I think that this is highly skeptical hippo. You know, I'm willing to believe that there might be some hollow caverns in some mountain and that perhaps someone crash landed onto a mountainside that wasn't so steep that he'd fall to his death. Like I could, I could suspend disbelief for that. But the idea that he found these cavern people and they led him down their secret cavern paths down an entire mountain because you'd have to go all the way down to the bottom of the mountain and then keep going for yeah. it to be hollow earth people yeah. otherwise it's just hollow mountain people or maybe shallow mountain people maybe these are just people who live in caves and they're shallow and they didn't like him because he had a different haircut he kind of talked funny you know, because he was in a he was in a plane wreck, and then they got mad because they weren't up to his stand their standards, and they sealed off the little shallow earth, shallow cave world. I want there to be a hollow earth, because the earth crust is shit. It's like a big earth loaf of bread. The crust of the earth sucks, here, and I want to go to the sweet here, squishy middle. The thing is, is this is not even a theory. The earth is hollow, sort of. I mean, underneath. The, the top layer of, of earth, of, of dirt, there is lava. It's liquid. Hot liquid magma. Have you been there? I mean, I've seen a fucking volcano. It's like a pit. It's like a, it's like a pimple. It's the earth's pimples. Volcanoes are the earth's pimples? Yes. And what comes out of... It's exactly what it is. It's got a blemish and it's squirting its pimple lava all over the place. Now... Remind, correct me if I am wrong. Lava. But when a volcano erupts, people don't fly out of it, right? It's lava. That means there's lava underneath. That means even if there are people living underground, if they lived underground far enough, they would be died because of the lava. They would just be died. (laughs) Died 
dead dud. No. Now, at the very, very core of the Earth is allegedly a big ball of iron or something to that effect. But, like, there is a, a big large chunk iron. of the... <laughs> Liquid hot magma. You know, you know, the other good thing about this, other than these ridiculous hollow Earth... Pe- you know what? How can the Earth be both hollow <laughs> and flat? Do, are those people at odds? Would you... I mean, you, have you seen Anchorman 2, right? Yes. It's so fucking good. Okay, remember... Remember the scene where they all fight at the end? Yes. Okay, so that's how I imagine it going down between, like, flat earthers and hollow earthers. Because they can't coexist, right? They're, like, they're, they're, their belief system is fundamentally at odds with one another. <laughs> so. <laughs> Where's the lie? I mean, listen. I can't describe I think the juggalos are going to get involved. The juggalos are going to get involved. Then the furries. It's going to be pandemonium. BTS. This is actually... Fuck it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> ASMRs. ASMRs? Yeah, just people who are really into ASMR. They're going to join the fray. <laughs> They're just quietly. super quietly fighting. <laughs> quietly fighting the different Shh. under uh, hollow earth people. I'm dead. the flat earth people. And they're going to throw their spears and they're going to talk pretty soft. The furries are going to get very upset and their, their <laughs> fur is going to stand up on their neck. Oh, my. You're God. welcome, ASMR ah! people. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. I think this was actually foretold in Revelation. Okay, listen. So, that's right. This is where I saw it. I just had to do a quick search because I'm like, what is this place called? So, they reckon the middle of the earth is called Agatha. And it was Admiral Bird who flew in in the North Pole into a Admiral Bird flew <laughs> in. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. It must be true. His did name he, was Mr. Bird. Did he did did he meet General Mole <laughs> and maybe and maybe Secretary Lava? <laughs> oh my god! Private Dirt and and first Private Mud. Were they involved? Yes. Yes, they were. Where was Grand Admiral Cloud? Is he back at base trying to radio for help? Oh, my God. How has this podcast gone from talking about <laughs> a randonaut app to semen no, I think to the mystical land first. of Agatha and the mole people? Listen, listen, here's the problem. Here's the problem. I already know where Middle Earth is. I've seen The Hobbit. Okay? It's in the Shire. And it's with Frodo and and Bilbo Baggins and and Smeagol. They're not going to convince me that those aren't real, that that Middle Earth is fake. But this Middle Earth with Captain Bird who flew into some new other Middle Earth is more real than The Hobbit. Who says The Hobbit's not real? It's not. It is real. Listen, did Led Zeppelin write a song about the hollow Earth? No, they didn't. They didn't say in the deepest parts of Hollow Earth. They said in the deepest parts of Mordor. Mordor? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Listen, I'm just here for the final battle of crackpots. With them all Crab pots? No, crackpots. No. Which is probably another character in, in your mythical Hollow Earth story. <laughs> I fucking hope so. Just pots of crabs. Did I ever tell you about the time that I shot in Jamaica? Yes, and the crabs in your bed? No, they didn't get my bed. I never had crabs in my bed. Come on. I'm clean. <laughs> I know. I check, I check references. Um, oh, my God. No, but they do crawl up onto shore. And when you're walking around at night, like on the resort, they'll be in the, in the bush. And crabs <laughs> in the bush will scare you. There's crabs in the bush. Yeah. That's why you got to be careful. You got to keep the bush trimmed. Otherwise, you could get crabs up in it. In Jamaica, at least. I don't know about anywhere yeah. else. I can't speak to that intelligently. <laughs> oh, my God. I think... Let's get off this topic because I don't know what the fucking dick is happening. Were we on a topic? <laughs> We're supposed to be. We need to, We need. To, you know what we should do? We should use this Nottomot... Autobots to... <laughs> Autobots? To, uh, to, yeah. 
You should use the Autobots to pick our topics going forward and uh, stick to it. Because, frankly, I feel like your attention span is all over the place. Can't stick to one I thing. I wonder if there's like a random to talk podcast about an topic generator. Give them I some bet love. there is. I wanted, to get, I wanted to get sponsored by Autobots. And now we've talked about all kinds of unsavory things. They're definitely not going to look, look to us for sponsorship anymore. Oh, look. Here we go. A random conversation topic generator. Talk, this is kind of on topic because it's like an app. Let's go. Okay. All right. So we got about 10 more minutes left. Pick a topic for us to talk about. But we got to do this lightning round. Lightning round. Now I'm going to put random stupid topic com- <laughs> generator because podcast name generator. No. Please. No, just go back to the one you had. Let's just, we have 10 minutes left. Let's go. Let's go with the one you had. Go. 10 minutes. Pick a topic. Left? Lightning round. Did we really talk for nearly an hour about semen and fucking yes. hollow earth? Yes, because it's it's the kind of content that our millions and millions of fans want to hear. Okay. Well, Ophelia t- looks for a topic. I'm going to just talk in ASMR for voices for people who are really into that. So if you're really into ASMR, I'll just be doing this. Please join my OnlyFans for 999. We're all doing this all the time and I'll show you my... Shut up! <laughs> Okay, what's our topic? What's um, our random generated topic? If you were a ru- if you were a waiter and had a rude customer, what would you do? This is fucking dumb. Uh, okay, so this is what I would do. I would go up to said customer, and I would tell them to um, what would they like to drink, and then they would say something rude, and then I would do like that scene from True Blood. And I'd uh, and I'd I'd threaten to whoop their ass. <laughs> Have you ever had to deal with any really rude talk, customers? I would talk very softly back to them like this. I would talk very close. No, no ASMR. Uh, have I dealt with rude customers? Everyone has. Yeah, I had. I mean, I used to work in retail, so I had all kinds of crazy people. You know, like like really a lot less when I worked in a pizza place. But when I used. Um, Oh, I'll give you a great example of, of someone who's... Uh, this is actually a sad story. Uh, look, I, okay. I'm not trying to present this as funny because I actually ended up feeling really bad in the end. And if, and if you as a listener decide that this was karma, that's your choice. I'm not saying that. But, but also, I used to work at this pizza joint. You get what you No, get. I'm not saying that. If you think that this was karma, then that's your choice and you're totally entitled to it. I'm not saying that. I used to work at a pizzeria and I used to deliver pizzas and every pizza guy dreams of being like, um, can't buy me love. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know what? No, it's not can't buy me love. It's, uh, what's the other Patrick Dempsey movie? Lover boy. Everyone, every pizza delivery guy. Well, okay. So the, the plot of, of lover boy is Patrick Dempsey. This is way pre McDreamy, right? He was real skinny and nerdy looking. He has all this money. No, he his girlfriend is moving to college away from him, and he doesn't have money to go to college. And so he takes a job as a pizza delivery boy to make some money to try to save up so maybe he can get there, like, in a semester or two. Right. And it just so happens that there's a gigolo who works as a pizza delivery guy, and he uses his pizza delivery. And it's like a – you know, he's like the – the, the 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 stereotypical Italian stallion type dude, yeah. you know, and he has some sort of code system set up for all these old lonely housewives, and if they, ex- they if they order extra anchovies, he comes and he gives them the sausage, so to speak. Oh my god! So it's like juice and gigolo, then, male gigolo, but with cheese. I, I've never seen that movie, but this is way before that. So then, like, he gets sick one day, and so Patrick Dempsey has to like sub in, and then Patrick Dempsey becomes like. He gets passed around to all the ladies as this like is juice this bigolo, really... male gigolo, but with like pizza. <laughs> okay, well they totally ripped them off because this movie came way before. It's like an eighties movie, and long story short, Patrick Dempsey bangs a bunch of housewives, and he becomes a really great lover because you know he's had all these older women show him the ropes, and somehow his his girlfriend forgives him, or maybe they were on a break. I don't know. You fucked up, and it all ends... bitches. I forgive you, but. But, you know, once he showed her some of the tricks he learned, perhaps she she realized that it was all for the best. <laughs> because education 
is a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> but how does this Anyways, relate to your so, story? So I and every pizza person that I know, every pizza delivery that I knew, all want, we're all hoping one day that we'd become lover boy, right? Because otherwise our job mostly kind of sucked. That never happened. However, one time the owner of the pizza joint had this wild idea to um, to put the pepperoni or like the toppings underneath the cheese, right? Like, you know, most places put it on top. He would put it underneath. I don't know why. So this lady, I, I gave her her pizza and she was kind of rude. It was kind of like the island where I used to deliver pizza was kind of conservative land. It's kind of waspy, you know, yeah. like I bet you there's a whole bunch of people there who who are like who are like protesting not wearing masks. It's that that kind of place, right? So she's complaining. Well, she's so she just tips me like a dollar or something, like you know, real shitty. And I, you know, whatever, hand her the pizza, and I start walking back to my car, and I get in my car, and I start to drive away, and I see her running at me with the pizza box, and. Out there on the island, not a lot of grass grows because it's literally like a, a giant sandbar. So most of the yards have like that white rock as their oh, landscaping. Yeah. So she is running with this pizza in her hand and she just eats shit. Just <laughs> face first plant. I see her. It's not funny. I feel very bad for her. I definitely do not think this is karma for being rude to me. She just face plants right there in the <laughs> yard. Pizza just fucking flies. I, again, this is all in my rear view. I just happened to look back because I couldn't hear her music loud, you know? Oh. So I stop. I'm freaked out. I go back to her. She's lucky she was fine. Didn't break a nose or teeth or anything like that. And she's Damn. like, there's no pepperoni. You forgot the pepperoni. I was like, ma'am, it's under the cheese, which by now this pizza is completely disheveled <laughs> half on the sidewalk. I didn't forget it. It's sees... in the gutter, you stupid bitch. <laughs> it's like the, 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 and the, you know, the pepperoni is all overturned now, so... She can see that there is, in fact, was pepperoni on it. And then she was just like, oh, she walked back inside. <laughs> just defeated, peaceless, scabby need bitch. <laughs> so the moral of the story is if I had a rude customer, I would do nothing because the universe is going to take care of it in its own way. Oh, man. I think one of my favorites of all time. So I worked in a guitar store um, as a guitar department manager for years, six years seven years, something like that. And um, this one day, and I was one of the only females that worked there, definitely was the only female that worked in the guitar department. This guy comes in, he's like, hello, sweetheart. And I'm like, yes, hello, weird old man. He's like, "Um, can I talk to one of the boys about some guitars? And I'm like, oh, I'm free. I can help you right now. And he's like, oh, no, that's okay, honey. I'll, I'll wait for one of the boys. And I'm like, Right, okay. Yeah, right, fair enough. Like, I didn't realize that there was a port in a guitar that required you to, like, add your penis to make it work. But okay, I'll, you can wait for one of the guys, sure. Well, there is, there is, but it's a very, there, <laughs> a very there is one, hole. but it's actually quite small. <laughs> it's a very small hole. Um, anyway, so one of the guys comes out, and he, I'm like, this guy wants a boy to help him. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Goes up to the guy, and the guy's like, oh, do you have um, any American Stratocasters? And Brenton's like, oh, yeah, we've got some here. He's like, what's the difference between the American ones and the Mexican ones? And my mate was like, um... The Mexican ones are thicker? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, and the neck, I mean. It's a little longer and thicker. And my friend that was serving the him so was like, oh, let me just find out. And he yells across the store, Jess, what's the difference between the American <laughs> Stratocaster and the Mexican? I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, the Americans are generally a two-piece body. The, Me- the Mexicans are a three-piece body, different timbers. And, you know, these have a rosewood fretboard and this one's got an ebony fretboard and walked up close to him. I'm like, oh, you know, this one's got the, you know, Alnico single coil pickups in it and the, this one's got this and blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay, right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. So the saddest part of that whole story is that if he actually ever picks up a guitar, he's probably only going to use it to badly play ACDC riffs in some bar Smoke somewhere for like, yeah, for like four people and a pint of beer. I actually want to share one more hopefully, beautiful story from that workplace, which okay. is my favorite story to tell of all time. Okay. Tell me your favorite story. <laughs> so one day, me and my friend Brenton, who always got into trouble, we were very naughty. We were young. We were silly. 
We're staying behind the counter on a particularly slow day. And we thought that it would be prudent of us to pretend to have a lightsaber fight with drumsticks. So we're staying behind the counter, fighting each other. He was Darth Vader. <laughs> and this guy walks in. Hey, mate, how's it going? Had a laugh. <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. Yeah, cool. Yeah, if you need a hand, just give us a yell, mate. Yeah, no worries. Wow, I sounded really Australian then, didn't I? You've been sounding really Australian. <laughs> wow. So what happens on your lightsaber? <laughs> what happens with your lightsaber battle? So we're having a lightsaber battle and just fucking around being silly. And this guy walks out. He's all right, see you later. We're like, oh, yeah, mate, no worries. Anyway, the boss walks out and he's like, did you guys sell that mate and messiah on the wall? We're like, no. Where is it? You just walk out with it. It's a fucking $4,000 guitar, okay? This motherfucker. Yeah. While we were lightsaber battling, has walked up, cut the security tag off, held the guitar right down by his side because their counters were quite tall, so fucking walked out the front door. So the next day, after they've gone back through the archive security footage, the manager calls me in. He's like, oh, calls us both in rather. He's like, oh, I just want, can I go show you something on the computer? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was playing this footage. Oh, my fucking God. It looked like something out of a bad... Like, it looked like something you would see, like, Empire Records or some shit. We're staying behind the counter, lightsaber battling, while this motherfucker is cutting the cord off this guitar and just, like, walks out the door with it. We're like, yep. And Brenton's like, You know, so. the problem is... <laughs> hey? The problem is, I was I was all on board with your first story. But after hearing your <laughs> second story, I maybe understand why people didn't want to ask your opinion... <laughs> Or help because you were too busy lightsaber battling. But the best part about so, that story is, so in Australia yes. we used to have a little publication called the Trading Post, which was similar to like um, Craigslist, but it was in the newspaper. Yeah. That's how long ago this was. It was in the newspaper. Uh-huh. Remember newspapers? Wow. Um, and I was okay, reading your, through your it. Hair showing. I saw a li- I saw a listing for this Maiton guitar. It said Maiton guitar um, worth this much money selling this much money. I'm like, that's weird. We just had one stolen. So I rang the guy and I said, oh, does it come with a case? And he's like, oh, no, nah, it didn't come with a case. No, no, no. And I'm like, okay, that's weird because I know that they come with a hard case. And I asked him a few uh-huh. other questions. He didn't really seem to know much about this $4,000 guitar that he had in his possession. So I rang my boss, Tony. I said, hey, Tony, I think I found that guitar. He's like, you're joking. I'm like, no. Gave him the, took a photo of like the, the trading post listing and sent it to him. So he's gone to this guy's house with the invoice for the guitar in his pocket. And he's like, oh, I just wanted to uh-huh. buy a guitar for my daughter. Um, you know, how to look at it, how to play with it. Check the serial numbers. They fucking matched. Rang the cops. We had it back that afternoon. Wow. <laughs> so you lucked out then. I got to keep my job time. for like another five years. <laughs> well, that's good. See, I think your story is a little bit less of a rude customer. Well, the first one was a rude customer. Second one, I think, uh, you you dodged a bullet on I that did. one. I hadn't been working and, there that long either. Well, now I know who not to ever trust to manage anything ever. <laughs> so on that note, if we've learned anything on this show, it's nothing. We've learned that we've learned that baby batter is good for you. That taking a path, a, a stroll down a path, an unfamiliar path, can enlighten you in different ways. And that Ophelia should never be put in charge of anything ever again. <laughs> and with or that, should. we want to thank you or should. And so for that, we want to thank you guys for following on this very strange and weird journey. Much like following the nautical app. What's it called? What is that app <laughs> Randonauts. Called? Download it. It's fun. Randonaut. Everyone should download if ever it. There was, if ever there was an app that, that was symbolic of this show, it's Randonap. Randonaut. <laughs> Randonap. Autobot. Whatever I'm going to make called. one that you can buy Probot. random semen online, and it's called Rando Nut. And you just buy random Perfect. people's semen to put in your shakes. I love it. I think it's just called a sperm bag. So thank you guys <laughs> once again. Join us next week for another dose, a, tea, a, a healthy teaspoon of randomness on Coffins and Coffee with David Ophelia. Until next time, adios. <laughs> Get caffeinated! Get <laughs> caffeinated!